Hello, my party people. I am back. I am sorry for the delay in me making another episode. I wanted it to be a lot quicker than it was, but y'all know life is crazy right now. And I was transitioning back into working 30 hours a week from not working at all from COVID-19. So it has been interesting. Um, but other than that, things are going very well and I'm sending love to you guys as well. And I hope that things are going great. Um, I know that it's kind of hard to say, I hope things are going great with the state of the world right now, but as great as it can be, we have to try to find positivity in the little things right now. And so with that being said, I'm going to start starting each episode with three things that I'm grateful for because I think this is a really powerful way to manifest and I invite y'all to maybe say some as well or think them as you listen to this podcast but three things I'm grateful for are my amazing family and friends my recent graduation from college which is making me feel like there's a huge weight off my shoulders I'm a soon-to-be licensed educator so that is really awesome and my amazing boyfriend so those are my three things that I am grateful for today before we start I just wanted to say that and then get into this episode so I had a friend listen and she told me that One thing she really wanted um, this episode and a podcast to talk about was how to kind of get started with tarot um, and oracle cards and really just divination in general and kind of share my story of how I kind of got working with it and how I kind of upped my skills with it as well and started working with my intuition more efficiently and more regularly and really just kind of growing it. So I wanted to start with my introduction to divination in general, which I touched on in my first episode was from my best friend Haley um, and when I was going through a really difficult time. So she inspired me to buy my first tarot deck and I'm actually sitting with it right now. It's just called Tarot the Complete Kit. It's in a purple box and it's mini cards. I got it at Half Price Books, which was really fun for me because I never knew that Half Price Books had that stuff. So if you have a Half Price Books around you, they really often have tarot and oracle cards for really good prices. Um, So if you're balling on a budget like I often am, you can do that to find your first deck or to just kind of stock up on some other decks. And I think it's cool when they come from um, previous owners because they've been touched on with energy already. And I know that this can sometimes be a negative thing if there's been negative energy put upon them, but you always cleanse them. And I think it gives them a little character when they've had other people that have used them for spiritual practices. Okay. So they, you might hear as well that your first tarot card needs to be gifted to you. I do not fully believe in this because it can be very difficult to just say, okay, somebody needs to gift me a tarot deck or I can never learn them. Like that's not very inclusive. So don't kind of really go based off of that. If you want to learn tarot and you want to get a tarot deck for yourself um, and you don't have a lot of spiritual friends or people around you that maybe you could trade with, then go out and get you some cards. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Amazon has them as well, and they have a lot of options. So I definitely recommend that too. So back to the story. Me and my friends started just kind of doing them together. Uh, We would give each other readings. It started a lot with her giving me readings and me 
learning from the way that she did them, which was a really cool experience for me because I got to see how she read the cards. And one thing I've learned throughout my journey is that everybody reads the cards in different ways. Um, and this goes by people's natural spiritual gifts, which I will get to in a second. So we just kind of started practicing on each other. And then when I got my deck, I would go over there and we'd give each other readings. She would give me mine and I would give her hers. And we would try interpreting the cards the best that we could. And one way that really helped me learn the cards <laughs> was just doing readings for myself in private. I would pull out a three card spread, which is the easiest to start with. I really recommend this, two or three cards each day. Pull them, shuffle them, pull them for yourselves, um, and then look at the cards. First, you want to think, okay, what were my initial thoughts and feelings when I pulled this card? And then, as you're learning, you can read the book that comes with the deck. There's usually always a book that comes with the deck that explains each card. Now, you can also use the internet for this too if you want a little bit more in-depth analysis, but the book will come with different ways to explain. So for example, I'm going to read you one from my first deck, The Queen of Cups. Remember that life is about more than your day-to-day -day job and worries. Take time to examine spiritual beliefs. Don't get bogged down by trivial demands or the demands of others. So that's just a quick little one. It's a really small book, so the um, aspects and definitions of each card are pretty quick. Um, but doing that literally helped me learn so much because I would just keep pulling cards each day and there wouldn't be a lot. It would be two or three and I would learn about that card each day, which was really helpful in helping me kind of not memorize, but get acquainted with the different meanings of different cards. I definitely don't have the meanings fully memorized because as I've grown in my spiritual practice, I've started to read the cards a little bit more intuitively and in a channeling way. So instead of saying, okay, I'm gonna go strictly based off my mini books definition of this card, I pull the card, I think about that definition, but I also go based off of my initial thoughts. I am clairaudient, and clairaudient is when you hear things. You hear the messages. Um, I will hear them in sentence form. And as I pull the card, I get that sentence in my mind, and I'm like, okay, this is my intuitive thought of this card. This is a message for me or for somebody else. And then I go based off of what the card looks like and other ways the card might be describing things. This is a really popular way of doing tarot after you've had some time kind of looking at the more traditional ways that the cards are read. Um, and it's very, very important that I did look at the different definitions at first because that really helped me learn. But I don't think that that's necessarily necessary. Um, you can absolutely, absolutely get a deck and just start reading them based off of your own intuition. Say you pull the Queen of Cups and you immediately just get a message in your mind that this card means you need to give yourself more self-love, then that's your message. You don't have to go based off of the definition I read in this mini book. It's very, very much just a tool to trust your own intuition a little more. And that's why I love tarot because it doesn't have to be so strict. Um, it doesn't have to be strict definitions. It doesn't have to be like you're reading a medical book and you're trying to learn the different biology definitions for a class and get them memorized. It doesn't have to be that way. It can if you want to go traditional based, but it also doesn't have to. And that's why I love spirituality because 
the way I practice, there doesn't have to be a lot of strict rules. And that's how I learned from Haley and that's how she taught me as well. So definitely a good way to, to start out is to remind yourself that your intuition is the priority. The cards are simply a tool. So your intuition goes into the different clairs that you might have naturally. And tarot is a really, really great way to learn which clair or which clairs you have naturally. There are five clairs. There's clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, clairleance, clairgustance, and claircognizance. So clairs are basically different forms of psychicism. <laughs> psychicism is so not a word, but we're going to go with it. Different ways that you work with your intuition. Now, we all have access to every single clair if we want to, but we all have natural clairs that come very easily to us, easier than maybe others do. For instance, I'm very clairaudient and clairvoyant. Clairsentience and clairgustance and claircognizance come a little bit more difficultly to me, and they're ones that I need to work on developing a little bit more. So I'm going to give you a little short definition of each one so that when you get your deck, you can think to yourself, okay, when I pull a card, am I feeling clairvoyant? Am I feeling, feeling clairaudient? Like, what am I, what is my natural clair that I'm feeling jump into my space and into my energy very heavily? So the first one is clairvoyance, and this means clear seeing. You can think of mediums and people who work with spirits when you think of clairvoyance. This is when visions, past, present, and future, flash through our mind's eye or third eye, much like a daydream. And I'm getting this from Oprah.com. It's called an article called Intuition 101, Developing Your Clair Senses. Um, clairaudience is clear healing. Hearing. I can't talk today. Clear hearing. This is when we hear words, sounds, or music in our own mind's voice. And on rare occasions, spirit may be able to create audible sound, though this takes a tremendous amount of focused energy. So you might actually like hear something physically. Clairsentience is clear feeling. So this is when a feeling a person's spirit's emotions or feelings of another person's physical pain. Um, so this is, can be very connected to empaths as well when you pick up on people's energy and are very able to feel that energy. So if you kind of identify as an empath, clairsentience might be a very strong clair that you have. Clairleance is the clear smelling and this is being able to smell odors that don't have any kind of physical source so instances this could include smelling the perfume or the cigarette smoke of a deceased relative used as a sign that their present is around you so that is how clear smelling might work clear gustance is clear tasting and this is the ability to taste something that isn't actually there this experience oftentimes comes from out of the blue when a deceased loved deceased loved one is attempting to communicate a memory or association we have with a particular particular food or beverage that reminds us of them but it can also be just a reminder of something that happened when you were eating that food or someone you were with when you were eating that food it doesn't have to be someone who is a deceased loved one clear cognizance is clear knowing this is when we just know something this is when we have knowledge of people or events that would not normally have knowledge about it just kind of shows up in your brain 
that is what Claire Cognizance is. So this is by Rebecca Rosen on Oprah.com if you want to look it up, but you can just type in the five Claire's on Google and you can find a little bit more information about each of those. I'll probably do a really in-depth episode about those in the future, but I just wanted to give y'all a little splitter, splatter of what these things mean and how you can use them when you're developing your tarot practice. So like I said, cards are the tool. Your intuition is already something that is in you. The magic is already within you. It's something I love to tell my clients. So know that you don't have to really seek outside of yourself, but tarot is a beautiful tool to work and develop those clairs and your psychic abilities and gifts. When it comes to Oracle, I really got into those by just kind of working with different sets of Oracle cards. My friend had many different kinds um, and we would just kind of pull different cards and use them with our tarot cards. That's one thing I really liked to do when I was learning. Oracle cards are a lot more difficult to kind of memorize and get really associated with because each deck is different. For instance, I have a Goddess Guidance Oracle deck, which is all about goddesses and their energy. And then I have a starseed oracle deck, which is all about starseed energies and different starseed races. I also have an ask and it's given oracle deck, which is like manifestation cards. So they're all very different. But when you pair them with tarot cards and messages that you're receiving from those, you're able to kind of connect the energies and get a bigger story about what spirit and the universe is trying to tell you. So I really recommend working with your oracle cards in connection with your tarot cards and kind of working together with them because it's a great way to learn both and learn how you create psychic stories, learn how you create a message of what spirit is trying to tell you in a whole manner and something that is very comprehensive. So that is a really cool way to work with tarot and oracles starting out. I really recommend that. Other than that, it's really a practice that is completely developed personally. It's not something that has to be unique. Or it's not something that has to be common, is what I meant to say. It's not something that other people have to do and you have to follow exactly what that person does. It doesn't mean you have to follow exactly what I do and, and do exactly what I say in this episode. It's a total personal and unique experience. And that's why I love divination because it's something that it's literally just being pulled out of yourself. Um, the intuition and the magic's already there, and these tools are just pulling that stuff out of your heart center, out of your soul space. And for each person, it's different. It's a different process. And I really like that about divination because it gives everybody a chance to do their own work, their own spiritual work in different ways and to learn in different ways and in different ways that they feel comfortable with. If you want to learn all the traditional meanings, that's great. Please do that. If you want to do it more based on just your own intuition and looking at the symbolism and the drawings on the cards, do it that way. If you want to go based off of a mix of everything, do it that way. Um, it's completely up to you and it's completely possible to learn the cards in your own way and be able to read for other people very accurately because the cards are just a tool. And that's really what I wanted to get out of this episode was just to tell you if you're very interested in it, anyone can do it. Everyone can do it. Everybody has the magic already within them. So please do not be afraid to go get those cards and start your divination journey today. All right, until next time, my loves, see ya.